up, guys? It's that time of year, football season. NFL officially started off yesterday with the Rams and Bills. Josh Allen was spectacular, like always. We're going to do fantasy football categories, talk a little bit about the NFL, our Super Bowl picks and winners. Uh, going to talk today with Trent Wasser and Jason Perea. What's up, guys? What's up? This isn't CFB, but it'll do. <laughs> What's going on, Robert? How you doing? Good, man. Uh, that one time of year that everyone likes to be a fake coach for four months, fantasy football. Uh, I love it. Trent loves it. Jason loves it. Virtually the whole world loves it. Makes you watch games you never watch. Let, so. let's, let's be clear. I'm a fake coach for about two hours during the draft, and then I kind of coast from there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, we're going to play fantasy football categories. How it works, basically, I have – list of 16 categories for example my one true love my year too early guy but screw it uh that kind of stuff so we'll start off one through 15 or one through 16 give our takes on players who are reaches who are potential sleepers all the good stuff so uh let's start guys uh number one let's start with won't even draft him even if he's free who's your player trent oh man um there's a lot. <laughs> um, this category, yeah, like I said, these, these uh, are Jay, fun Jason, go, go first. I need to gather my thoughts for a second. <laughs> it's a, definitely a tough one for this one. Um, but You want me to I'm start gonna, it off? I can go Yeah, first. I want to hear what Robert right. here, here, Here's my guy. Look, I know he's a really good receiver, but I just don't, I just don't trust this quarterback. I think they're a crap show right now. I'm staying far away from Amari Cooper as possible. So mm-hmm. don't want That's him on my choice. team. Think he's a really good player. Nothing against him. I just think Brissett is terrible. As we saw with the Dolphins last year, Deshaun Watson ain't coming back till week eleven. Cooper also gets hurt. He always has a question mark next to his name virtually every week. Then you have the famous "I'm gonna give it a go" and plays one snap and he's out of there. Yeah. Uh, I want nobody from the Browns offense except Nick Chubb. But uh, yeah, I'm staying away from Amari Cooper as far as I can. How about you, uh, Jason? That's a pretty good pick, honestly. I mean, like you said, the Browns kind of don't know what's going on right there, especially with Brissett as the back or as the starting quarterback now, since you know the whole Watson dilemma. Um, another team I'd say if we're gonna go that route is anyone pretty much from I'd say the Texans right now, because we don't know what Davis Mills is gonna do for them. And I mean, you got Brandon Cooks, he's gonna be their only receiver, he's gonna get thrown the ball a lot. But aside from that, I really wanna wouldn't wanna uh, put my team's faith in those guys for sure just to run down the wire I mean that's something I can think of off the top of my head you know what you know what Jason I would agree with you but believe it or not there's some hidden gems on that team this year I do believe yeah, I, Nico, I already know I already know who he's gonna start I do believe about. Nico Collins is gonna be a factor this year second year receiver uh, and of course everyone's favorite fantasy guy right now Damian Pierce he's exploding mm-hmm. he's he's now officially starting running back uh, Marlon Mack got released now signed to the practice squad. So I'm not as against as the Texans as other players, but, um, that's a good pick for sure. Cause they're going to have a bad year. Uh, who knows what Davis mill still has, but they do have some players there for sure. But, uh, Trent, who's your pick? I'm going to go ahead and say Michael Thomas, just because <laughs> the guy just can never stay healthy on top of that. He's a weird dude. Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I don't really trust his, passion to get back on the field i know that he was supposed to be ready week one and now it, it's kind of questionable it's up in the air plus on top of that he's got james stone to him james is a huge wild card as much as i love him um but i, I don't trust michael thomas at, at all right now so that's a 
That's a great point. Look, I think everyone's had Michael Thomas at some point after his rookie year. He's obviously one of the best receivers in the league, fantasy-wise, too. And then last year, I got burned by him, took him, got burned, and basically didn't play the whole year. And before the season even started this year, he has another, I don't know, he has an injury every week. He's questionable for this week. We'll see if he plays. But I agree. I want to stay as far away as possible from him, too. Um, yeah, man. Jason, any other guys before we go? That might be another name that's kind of a big name, but just because I've had him in fantasy in the past before and I pretty much got burned by him. And I just, I had the number one pick this year and I could have picked him as well. But Mr. CMC, because he's always been injured for me over there and I just wouldn't want to trust him right now, especially given his history. Hey, I might eat my words this year, could have one of the best seasons and be healthy again. So let's see what happens. But that's somebody I would just avoid just my yeah, past there, experience. There was already a midseason form, has shin splints or something like that. Let's see <laughs> We'll see if he plays week one. I think I think he's gonna give it a go already. Uh, I will say though, if that guy can play one game, like if he plays one game, it's an automatic 20 thirty points. points. It's, oh, it's automatic. It's Easily. automatic. It's, it's so that, that's the only thing with him. But like he's the best player in fantasy if he can just stay on the field. But exactly. he, hasn't, he hasn't been able to do that in two years. All right, second category. Here we go. Way too rich for my blood type of guy. Uh, just a guy you don't want to draft going way too high in your opinion. Uh, will not you know produce where he went at his adb average draft position uh trent let's start with you man um one guy i've always felt that he's always drafted in the top three rounds i i never liked him on my fantasy team because he's so damn inconsistent mike evans uh <laughs> he, he's either giving you 25 a game or he's giving you two a game and it's like it all depends on it's entirely dependent on red zone targets because that's all his points is red zone fades and whatever. So I, I stay away from Mike Evans as far as possible. I know he's a top, you know, top three round pick, but I, I, I cannot get my mind around to, to drafting him. I took that's- him in the round, in round three. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, um, that's a great pick Trent. Uh, I do believe that I know Chris Godwin's coming back a lot faster than people thought that was part of the reason why people took him. Also, remember, Julio Jones is there now. Tom Brady mm-hmm. is a year older. Uh, Leonard Fournette is still a really good running back. Uh, Cameron Braid, is, he's, he's not a guy you want to sleep on. He's going to get some targets. So I agree. Mike Evans is the ultimate boomer bust in round three. Uh, he's either three touchdowns or 10 yards a week. So, uh, yeah, that's a good pick. What about you, Jason? Uh, another high pick, I would say. I mean, Mike Evans definitely a cho- good choice. Like if Trent said, it is boomer bust with him. I, I, my reasoning for picking him is because Godwin's going to be out. Brady's probably just going to be throwing him in the beginning of the season more, but we'll see. Um, another name like that that I can think of probably, I mean, now they're just based off, you know, what we saw happen last night. I'll say Cam Akers. Yeah. He went in the third round, you know, oh, pretty for much. Sure. He's just, and he was everyone's pick to go high just as he was going to be the number one for the, Rams the running back and we saw last night three carries no nothing happened yeah that was uh quite frankly that shocked the whole fantasy world uh I don't I don't think people are surprised that Daryl Henderson took some snacks but he but he definitely uh basically took everything Cam Akers saw the field three percent the whole game that's pretty crazy uh I do believe look he's coming off a torn ACL so we'll see what happens uh within the next couple of weeks but that was definitely mind-boggling uh third round pick was his average draft position that's really really high in fantasy so hopefully uh those guys will get their investment in the future but it's not looking good right now um a guy that is going way too high for me look i know this guy's a beast has 300 carries every year but at some point you got to figure 
it's going to all go downhill at some point. They lost their best receiver this season. Uh, the line got worse. Uh, I just don't believe in this offense this year. Not really a knock against him. I just I think it's hard to do this consistently every year. Give me Derrick Henry. Uh, I think this is the year Derrick Henry. Whoa. Yeah. This is the year I think Derrick Henry doesn't finish in the top five running back. And quite frankly, I would not be surprised if he finishes in the top ten. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, hot this, take. Hot take. This is, a, this is a blow, but we're talking a fifth overall pick in a draft. That's really high. Remember, A.J. Brown was a big part of that offense. The line got worse. I don't believe in Tannehill uh, this year. So we're going to see. Remember, at the end of the year last year, he came back from injury and, and had a, a really bad game against the Bengals. Uh, rushed for under 50 yards that game. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, this this is a hot take, but he is going way too high for me. <laughs> <It was> hot <laughs> take. Played <laughs> is sizzling right now. <laughs> he, this yeah. guy loves the hot takes. He says, "I know." Every, every got pod. the got the fajitas going out here. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Any other guys that are going a little bit too high for you? I'm looking at the list right now. Just the average draft position. Saquon. I, I don't care. I say I should have. I should have thrown through Saquon on my wouldn't take him if he was free. Uh, <laughs> him, and, him, him, and Zeke. Um, I yeah, think I didn't want Saquon Zeke. Zeke is going too high too. Getting drafted in the first two rounds is criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those guys haven't produced in the last two years, and Saquon's actually good. He's just on a bad team. Zeke's just not good. Uh, so uh, I, I wouldn't touch those guys. I think they they get drafted way too high all the time. Uh, I think Barkley's super talented, but anybody on the Giants is basically just set up to fail. Uh, you could probably say the Cowboys too. Um, but, uh, yeah, those guys get drafted way too high. All right. Good one. All right. Um, my favorite one of the whole list here is biggest sleeper. Um, Jason, I'll start with you, man. Who is your biggest sleeper this year to make a, uh, some noise in fantasy football? Who is your guy? Um, there's a couple guys that I think have a chance to like make some noise here. Uh, if I'm looking back here, just real quick at this list I had open earlier, ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. Um, Kansas City, the rookie they drafted, uh, what's his name, Skymore, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah, he, I think, has a good chance to like, do very well like, because, you know, Tyreek's gone now. They drafted him, obviously, in the high round in the draft. They're going to use him. Um, he's quick. I think they can use, they can just use him just like kind of how they use Tyreek. I mean, no one can replace Tyreek Hill, obviously, but if there's anyone that can do it, he's going to be getting a lot of that production. So he's a sleeper, I'd say, that people need to watch out for. He's definitely got the speed. Um, pretty good play, player in college. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of uh, meat on the bone in that offense. So, yeah, that's a good pick. What about you, Trent? So, normally when you think of sleeper players, you want to think of, you know, rookies or, you know, young up-and-covers in the league, not not necessarily high-profile guys. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Kyle Pitts, and I think he has the potential yep. to be tight end one this year. Um, I think that he may make a big jump from his rookie year. I know that he has Mariota throwing him the ball, but I, I have a lot of confidence in the freakish talent that Kyle Pitts is. And Kelsey, you know, kind of has been starting a starting a decline in the last recent years. Uh, Waller is in a loaded receiver room now in, in the, on the Raiders. Kittle can't stay on the field. Uh and, I, and, you know, there's Mark Andrews, too. But I, I really think Pitts has a, has a really good chance to be the number one tight end. Uh, and on the, on, the, on the Falcons, they have zero receivers. Ridley's out for the season. He is, like, the their one and only target uh, with Corderell Patterson in the backfield. Uh, and I think Pitts, I think Pitts may, uh, may go crazy this year. That is a great pick, man. Um, and quite frankly, if you draft a Pitts within the first three rounds, 
he is a cheat code. He's not even a tight end. He lines up a receiver almost all the time. Put, him guy, put that guy in the slot. The guy matter. is a freaking beast. I agree. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes top five overall in fantasy. That's how yeah, yeah. high I am this season. That's a good one, man. Um, I got a couple for you. My biggest sleeper, um, I'm really high on this guy this year. I think he's going to take a massive step. I would not be surprised if he finishes in the top 10 in receiving. Uh, give me Rashad Bateman from the Baltimore Ravens. I think My he's going to have a great year. Uh, look, they didn't sign any receivers in the offseason. There's a reason why. They're super high on this guy. And another sleeper is also on the same team. Give me tight end Isaiah quickly. I think that guy's going to be a beast. Really? He's been the, the third main target. I know he's a tight end behind Mark Andrews, but they're going to do multiple tight end sets this year. Uh, give me some Isaiah quickly and Rashad Bateman. And one more from the Falcons, believe it or not. Look, Cordell Patterson's 31 years old. I don't think he's going to do what he did last year. Uh, the guy just seems to be in the league forever. Good player last year. Nothing against him. Uh, I believe Tyler Algier is going to be a big running back this year in the middle half of the season and win some people uh, leagues. I'm really high on this guy. He was a beast at BYU. Uh, so those are my three guys, Tyler Algier, Isaiah Quickly, and Rashad Bateman to lead that list. Uh, what do you guys I like think? That. I like Bateman a lot. Every uh, Bateman's on my team. And if I've helped anybody with a draft, I've almost told them every, like, every time, get Bateman if he's there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm with you on that. All right. Um, any other sleepers, Jason or Trent? I got one more from it's a rookie as well, but on the Tennessee Titans, I know you said you're not big on Tannehill, but obviously they have the quarterback, obviously waiting in the back to take oh, Tannehill's job. But Traylon Burks is the wide receiver. Yeah, I'm Traylon Burks. At. Yep. They, they essentially traded AJ Brown for him straight up. If you think about it. Um, yeah, they traded AJ Brown for that first round pick and took Traylon Burks. And ironically, his comparison is AJ Brown. So, that is a good one. I have some stock in him as well. So uh, we'll see. Those are some sleepers. Uh, that was a good one, guys. All right. Number five, uh, a category that a lot of people can relate to. I talked myself into him again. So, uh, Trent, <laughs> who is your guy number five? Oh, man. I mean. I could start this uh, list if you want. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, right. I, 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 go ahead. <laughs> Here, this, guy, this guy seems to be on my fantasy team almost every single year for the past six years. I just can't get rid of him because he's so freaking talented, but already he's already hurt. Give me George Kittle. Uh, every year, every year I take this guy. He seems to be on the injury list. He's probably not going to play week one, but his potential is so good. He could even be the best tight end in football. If he played. I mean, he's the full package fast uh, blocks, catches, does all the dirty work, even plays running back sometimes. Uh, that's my main guy, but of course he's hurt. So I can't believe I talked myself <laughs> into him. What about you? What about you, Trent? So, I mean, historically, obviously not this season, but his, like for maybe like six or seven years in a row, I had A.J. Green on my team every <laughs> single year. And obviously the last few years he hasn't been relevant, but I, I somehow, some way, I always get stuck with A.J. Green on my team. But in the re as a recent past, the guy that I always seem to get, just because you call me a homer or whatever, but it was Devontae Parker uh drafted him again <laughs> this year i just think that I, I don't know he's just he one he's never healthy but also you know there's something about him like he has good hands he he catches fades back shoulders like he's he's a good receiver and now he's pretty much wide receiver one on the patriots uh but you know even when it's even when during his time in miami i, I just pp and ppr leagues i always want him he was always our number one guy even though he wasn't you know the greatest receiver but i i always always end up drafting him yeah, good call. Uh, Jason, how about you, man? Who's a, guy so that, who's a guy that's been on your team the last couple of years? You're like, damn it, I can't believe I took him again. 
<laughs> I'd say one that I always used to pick, like back, like I Trent used to say uh, when we like back nine years ago when we started playing. I'd say I'd always try and get Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback my back guy, in the day, yeah, for sure. And that's that was still my guy. I had him last year, one of yep. my leagues, and he yep. was definitely killing it because he won the MVP. But um, I'd say right now, recently, another dude I always end up getting. It's funny enough, it's another wide receiver. It's Julio Jones. I always yep. end up getting him. Yep. I have him actually this year when he's on Tampa Bay. He's on my bench. So let's see what happens. And one more I'd say is the past three years in a row or two years, I'd say I had Nick Chubb and I wanted to get him again this year, but <clears throat> I didn't end up picking him. I, I got, got, uh, I got him this Bailey. year. Yeah. Got Chubb in the third and I was thrilled. He, he yeah. won me the league last year when I had yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was crucial last year. People are sadly mistaken thinking that the quarterback situation is going to ruin this team. Yep. Um, this is still an awesome O-line. Nick Chubb is arguably the best running back in football. I mean, pound for pound, the guy's a beast. I don't understand the hate for this guy this year. Not Nothing against him. It's just people see Jacoby Brissett ruining this guy. Look, the guy's still going to run for 85 to 100 yards most games. So give me some Nick Chubb all day. Um, all right. Number six. We kind of discussed it a little bit earlier, but now this is just a single category. Won't draft a player from this team no matter what. I'm just going to straight up say it. I don't want anyone from the Pats. I don't want oh. a running back from the Pats. Don't want a receiver from the Pats. Don't want Mac Jones. I think they have the most boring offense in the whole league. I don't want anyone from the Pats. That's not because I hate, I hate the Patriots, not because I'm a Dolphins fan. Don't want anybody from the Pats. So I'll say it again. Don't want anyone from the Pats. <laughs> yeah, so – um the whole city of New York, pretty much. Uh, uh, the the Jets are really bad, but the Giants, I think, are even worse in terms of fantasy. I would not take a single person or defense on the Giants. Uh, they have and they have Saquon Barkley, and I wouldn't. I don't even know. I take that guy in the twelfth round. Uh, wow. Okay. They they just week in and week out underproduce like every, like it's, it's insane they, they pick up kenny galladay this huge deal is supposed to be their, you know, the best receiver you know change the franchise he gets you five points a game you know danny dimes he gets you 12 points a game like these guys to keep it frank they suck so like i don't want anything to do with the giants and the jets too yeah that's it. i think trent summed it up there <laughs> the new york area over there is just it's not the best right now <laughs> um yeah, I wouldn't pick anybody from those teams either. Uh, but if I'm going to switch it up a little bit, it's I'd have to get Robert. I mean, the, the Pats, it's like it's just it's too let, hard. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Trent. You bring up New York teams. Look, I know Saquon Barkley's a beast, but his team is not, you know, the best. Obviously, um, you're telling me you'd rather take a guy in the Pats over a guy like Brees Hall or Elijah Moore or. Uh, I don't trust the Jets. I just don't trust the Jets. And I and period. It's just it's just as a franchise, I don't trust the Jets. And I know that uh when Damian Harris gets the front load of the work, he he's a pretty solid producer and running back. Um yeah. now this year is a little different. I think Mac Jones is going to regress and maybe people are gonna realize he's not as good as what they really think he is. Uh and he also doesn't really have any receivers. Um but more what I was getting at was that, like, there's some talent on the Giants. Like, Kenny Galladay, you know, as bad as he's been, he's talented. Saquon Barkley, super talented. But they're not going to succeed on that team. Uh, whereas the Patriots, like, Damian Harris, I could still – I'll pick that guy up. He'll still get you 12, 15 points on a given week. 
consistently sometimes if he if he's getting the 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 majority of the carries. But you know the Giants just nobody, you know as long as that they've been around, those guys can't produce. Saquon, with the exception of his rookie year, nobody produces on that team. Yeah. Well said. When when, when Trent says it like that, I got to agree with him about the Patriots. That's true. <laughs> um, I got a name, actually, RT, I should say, that I don't really trust right now just because of their quarterback, um, the Washington Redskins. Yep. Well, well, just, Red, Redskins. They got they got a gunslinger still, man. I mean, I, I – I, I live and die by Scary Terry. I love Scary Terry. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I trust him. I like, I, I like their receivers. I, I just they, don't trust in the, the past. Guy I mean, in the past, them. they haven't really had good quarterbacks, but Gibson and, and McLaurin and sometimes Curtis Samuel still have been able to produce. Um, Antonio Gibson had a great year last year uh, just because you know, <laughs> they're, just, they're just dumping the ball off, basically, because nobody's open. So, yeah, it's uh, true. Fantasy-wise, I think they're okay. I think in, in, re- in reality, they're, they're in trouble. But yeah. Um, Scary Terry's my dog. I got I got to rep Scary Terry. <laughs> right. I agree with the Scary Terry part, but as a guy who owned Antonio Gibson last year, I want no share of this guy. <laughs> it's not that I don't like Antonio Gibson. I just freaking dislike J.D. McKissick. McKissick He's the most annoying stealing. guy yeah. in the world. And yeah. Ron Rivera, for some reason, just hates this guy. I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if Brian Robertson plays week one with a shot leg before Antonio Gibson. I just don't trust this guy. Not that I don't like Antonio Gibson. He's mega talented. Ron Rivera just has a doghouse for this guy. We'll see, yeah. though. Uh, Scary Terry is the new Deshaun Jackson. Uh, <laughs> bus, but he's so good, man. So uh, we'll see. Those are some good teams. Uh, let's get to uh, number seven. Never root for injury, but he is an injury away from fantasy stardom. Uh, this is a pretty easy one, but I'll let uh, Jason go first. Um. Actually, let's see. Have... Let's see if you can get this one. I want to let Trent go first because I wasn't really prepared right. for that question. Is so, <laughs> I hopefully it doesn't happen because I have the starter. I have Dalvin Cook on my team, but Alexander Madison. I think if Cook goes down and becomes the RB one for the Vikings, I think that's a guy that gets you 18, 20 points a game easily. Wow, uh, that's a really he's, good one. he's just he's a great fit. Uh, for the Vikings, I think he 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 fills in Dalvin's role just tremendously, and he and he's done it consistently every time Dalvin's gone down. So, uh, anyone that has the Dalvin and Madison uh, handcuff is basically yeah. guaranteed twenty from that spot every yep. game. All right, I'll give you mine. I never root for an injury, but so help me God, if this guy got injured, AJ Dillon is a top five fantasy back the whole season. Dillon's good too. Yeah, uh, my God. The guy has so much potential. He's even considered even maybe a top 15 back with Aaron Jones in front of him. These two are going to get so much work. But, man, if this guy just clears away for a couple of weeks, look out. How about you, Jason? I'd say, I mean, because I mentioned him earlier with injury history. Uh, I had him, actually, because I was handcuffed two years ago when I had, when, my, when he got injured. But uh, Chubba Hubbard on um, the Panthers. Chubba Hubbard, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah Chubba Chubba. he's got a lot of talent, I'd say. And if he actually has a chance to play like full games, I think he has a chance to actually put up big numbers. That's a good one. And for all the people that drafted Deontay Foreman thinking he's the handcuff, it's going to be true, but trust me. Um, I got one more for you guys, a little bit bonus one. I never root for an injury, but man, if Melvin Gordon just got out of my way, Javante Williams <laughs> could Javante. potentially be oh, yeah. the number one I mean, back he, in fantasy He football. should be number one even without injury, but I digress with that. Yeah. Um, one guy you didn't mention – uh, that's some people may may be uh, thrilled to hear. Uh, but if Tua gets hurt, 
Skyler Thompson. <laughs> Remember the name, Skyler Thompson. I agree. I had QB an argument one. earlier about this. Oh, the guy can rip it. Why do they keep three quarterbacks? I don't know. You tell My me. My dog can sling that thing. Yep. Uh, impressive preseason. We'll see. Had an argument earlier about this. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. So those are some good ones as well. I got another guy, actually, I can name one more. Um, Because we talked about Zeke and him pretty much regressing. If he pretty much gets injured fully, you know, his backup, Tony Pollard, is pretty good, too. I think he can end up being really well. I mean, Tony Pollard should – I think he should that's start. That's a great over Zeke. one. That, that's yeah. how I. That's how I view Zeke. Pollard should be starting over Tony him. Pollard, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is a really good running back. Uh, Pollard put up good numbers last year. He when was he started, even even Rosses playing with he, him while, yeah. while he was the backup, like yep. he, he's, he yeah, that's that's a good one. If he starts and Zeke goes down, Pollard's going to put up big numbers. I believe I saw a stat. I might be wrong, but uh, it's close to it. Last year, Zeke was out a couple games, and I believe Tony Pollard averaged twenty points a game. So yeah, yep. uh, if Zeke to stay a man, that could be scary. Yep. All right. Um, number eight, my ride or die, my one true love, a guy you'll always draft no matter what. Uh, just just your guy, guy you believe in to take you to glory. Um, Jason, let's start with you, man. Wow. Uh, I mean, I think I mentioned him earlier. Uh, I'd say Aaron Rodgers. But okay. um, right now, since he's, you know, on the back end, if I'd say recently a guy I'd be, I've been taking a lot lately is um, I've actually been getting T. Higgins a lot recently. He's a very good receiver. I mean, I know Jamar Chase is there, but Higgins is just as good, I would say, when it comes to boom or bust and be able to put up big numbers. So mm-hmm. I'd say Higgins is someone I'd like. I've had him for the past three years. Yeah. For the average football fan, I've I got to say this right now. T. Higgins would be a number one on virtually every other team. On, with, on a lot of teams. With the Bengals. Oh, for sure. guy, I wouldn't say virtually every other team, considering we're in Miami, but a lot of teams. <laughs> a lot of teams, let's say. Uh, I would say a good ninety percent of teams. The guy's really, really good. Uh, good. That's a great. That's a great one, Jason. How about you, Trent? So I got to my first year at FSU. This guy got there at the same time as me. I had class with him, uh, and he was just off rip. The like the greatest running back talent I've ever seen. I just talked about him earlier, but Dalvin Cook is that dude. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's the great. He's the greatest college running back I've seen with my with my eyes. Uh, he when he's on the field he's he's amazing he's one of the hardest guys to tackle in the league just a matter of him staying on the field but uh you know when he's healthy he's getting you 18 20 24 points a game with without question um he's just that guy and the vikings are going to feed him all day so uh i i friggin love dalvin cook that's my guy that's a good one all right i don't know why this guy's getting a little bit of love not not so much love last year he was Fantasy number three overall in points. I think he has a chance to even finish number one overall. Give me all freaking day, every day, Najee Harris. Love that guy. Uh, I think he's going to be a beast. He can catch the ball. He can run it. Uh, No competition behind him. They're going to run a lot. Uh, Mike Tomlin loves to pound the rock. This guy literally was almost CMC last year. The guy did everything. He catches. He runs. So uh, he's my ride or die. Um, I'm going all in on Najee. I love him a lot, uh, so that's my guy. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, Najee, Najee is, uh, I think, a, a rising star, especially in the fantasy world and and specifically the PPR world. Um, yep. He does it all, catches, runs, he blocks too. Uh, and he was only a rookie last year, and he was uh, he was the top five RB last year, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was amazing. So yeah, I think he's only going to get better. He also is not exactly injury prone either. So uh, I, I'm in most leagues – uh, I, w- I wanted that guy. He was someone I wanted. I could never, I could never get him. Um, 
hence Dalvin. But uh, he's uh, he's going to be a freak for, for years to come. All right. Uh, I'll throw this name in there. I never had the fortune of getting the number one pick. I think he's going to have a really good year, but I don't think he's going to finish as a top back. But I still think it, Jonathan Taylor has to be in that conversation as well. Uh, really good player. But yeah, think- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, JT, for sure. JT's a beast. Um, yes, so different, different kind of player than Najee, but I think. See, he doesn't have a Naheem Hines there. Nothing like that. It's just straight up. Right. (laughs) And I think, I think JT's set up a little better in Indianapolis right now in terms of fantasy. Uh, That guy's just a downhill runner, man. That guy's pretty incredible. Another Najee similar uh, running back is Kamara. He's do it all pretty much. You know, the issue with him, him, I just couldn't hold myself to do it. That suspension scares me, man. It's going to come. Who knows if it comes this year or next year, but it's definitely coming. Um, Yeah, it's a little suspect. So, yeah, all for right. sure. Number nine, my year too early guy, but screw it. I'm taking him anyways. Um, Jason, I'll start with you, man. Let's see. If you, do you have one yet or not yet? Explain this one a little bit. So yeah. basically a guy that not many people know, uh, basically a little bit higher of a sleeper than other people. So basically you're going to take him thinking that, you know what? I've heard noise around him. I'm just going to take him. And I think he's going to produce right away and be a really good player. Um, I can go first if you want. I mean, okay. I don't know if he's like this guy's gonna. I'd say if he, this is my draft too early because I'd say he could be down the line a good player. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe next year, maybe next or two seasons from now. But another Chiefs, uh, Chiefs rookie, um, Isaiah Patch Pacheco. Is that you say his last name? I believe. Pacheco, yeah, yeah, Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, he has potential to be pretty good. I'd say that's a good one. Uh, I don't believe Clyde Edwards Hilaire will be the running back all season. Rojo sucks. Uh, there or what's the other one? I got McKinnon. He can't stay on the yeah. on the field. I really Jack believe McKinnon, Pacheco. Yeah. <clears throat> I do believe Pacheco has a chance to be a star. I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if he takes it week six or later on. You just gotta be patient with him. My guy, have him in a couple leagues. Give me some George Pickens, man. I think this guy. <laughs> uh, the guy throws DBs on the floor. Uh, I would not be surprised if he finishes the best receiver on the Steelers. And I think he even has top twenty-five, top twenty upside. That's how high I view this guy. So. You're too early for me, but screw it. I want to be in the party if he's, if he's good this year. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say Kenneth Walker. And that's uh, it's tough because he's, he's hurt right now, so he may not finish in those top ten categories because he may miss some time in the beginning of the year. But I think Kenneth Walker has the potential to be a really good fit in Seattle. Man. Uh, you know, RB bell cow potential, especially with their – with their backfield. And don't get me wrong. I, I love DJ Dallas and Travis Homer. Those are my guys. I went to the U, but uh, I think Kenneth Walker is a guy that could have won the Heisman last year. If he stayed healthy. That's true. Uh, and I, I think he's uber talented, really hard to tackle down downhill runner. Uh, I think he'll fit the Seattle and the Pete Carroll system. Well, almost like a Marshawn Lynch type. Um, so I think once Walker is healthy, he can be that guy. All right. Uh, number 10, we kind of discussed this earlier, so I'm going to skip by it. Uh, let's go to 11. Just want everyone on this offense. I really don't care who I have. I just need to share. Um, in case it wasn't pretty obvious yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Bills. I'm going to say Bills right now. <laughs> the Buffalo <laughs> Bills, Bills. Virtually all three of their receivers had 10 or more points. Yeah. Isaiah McKenzie, Gabe Davis, and Stefan Diggs. Uh, even the running backs, Singletary, had 10. And then, obviously, Josh Allen is a freaking beast at 30-plus points. Fantasy you know wise. how many points their defense got? I'm curious. Uh, 18. I think, I think it was 15. Yeah, 18. So, <laughs> My I mean, friend had him on the bench. Everybody's eating. <laughs> even even defensively. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's a – I think, what, they're a clear candidate to be the, the favorite, right? I mean, yeah, it was a, I think let's, after last just, night. 
just for fun, let's choose another team here. Um, look, I know they lost Tyreek Hill, but man, how could you not want a, a piece of the pie of the Chiefs offense? Someone's going to get it. Uh, I got another one too. Um, go ahead. Chargers. Chargers. That's another good one. Um, Chargers. Obviously- yeah. Look, you could call me whatever the hell you want. I'm sticking by my guns. Miami Dolphins. I was going to name uh, them too. I, also. I, we think, have- I think Waddle and Tyreek both have the ability to eat like hell, uh, especially in PPR leagues with Waddle. Edmonds and Mostert are two really good backs, like really good backs. Mostert just can't stay healthy. That's a big problem. But uh, Edmonds is very good in PPR leagues, a great pass catcher out of the backfield. And Tua, man, I think Tua's going to ball out. That's just, you know, nobody oh, believes me, but don't I think that my guy Gusecki. I don't believe I don't believe you either, Trent. I had an argument about someone this oh, early. Oh, my God. I mean, I, we were talking – you were just praising about the third-string quarterback five minutes ago, so. Yes. Well, it just so happens <laughs> that they have a beast as a third-string. But, bro, I, you don't got to – I don't got to start with Tua. That, that, yeah. I think that – I have, I, I have faith. I think that he showed enough – he showed enough to me last year with the worst offensive line in football and virtually zero weapons outside of Waddle yeah. and sometimes Jasicki that with the right guys around him and the proper coaching, which don't even get me freaking started on the OC last year, uh, that <laughs> this guy can, this guy could turn around and have a great season, potentially a top 10 quarterback. And I mean, look, if he doesn't perform this year, then, you know, he's not the guy, but I think that he will because now he has the, the, uh, an improved offensive line, better targets, better coaching. And uh, I, I can't wait. Ironically, this is the first time in my entire life in my uh, three drafts I have never taken a Dolphins player. It's not because I don't love Tyreek Hill. I don't love Jalen Wall. They got all the weapons. I just don't trust Tua, man. I all just right, don't man. think he's good. We're going to have we'll, to see. Oh, I can't wait till the next pod then. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, going to find out Sunday the, the first oh, yeah, game. We're going to have a great week one reaction because <laughs> the Dolphins – Look, man, if you want to turn this into a gambling pod, you can, but slam the Dolphins covering. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to, we're definitely see, we're going to have to get Colin on here to do a do gambling. <laughs> um, and Austin for that matter. All right. Um, Jason, uh, any other uh, last teams before we get to the next one? I think we covered pretty much all the, I mean, all the strong offenses. I would say, I mean, a, a one that's like kind of hit or miss right now because of their young receivers is the Packers receiver and Packers offense because Aaron Rodgers throws the ball like crazy. So, I mean, they always just going to get, you know, points up, but um, they got so many young guys, it's kind of hit or miss with them. So I think we kind of covered the best. I, I think, I think another team that, that people may be sleeping on is the Raiders. Uh, oh, that's yeah. actually a that, good one. That receiver room is crazy. It is. I mean, Hunter Devontae, Adam, the third guy. Devontae Adams, arguably the best receiver. Philadelphia, in actually, too. Now you say that. Philly's got good receiver. receivers, too. Uh, but you want to talk about a three piece combo of Adams, Renfro, and Waller. That's just, that's pretty scary, man. Yeah. Like, who, who's guarding who? Yeah. Um, so, oh, we forgot about one, man. Cincinnati. We're so stupid. <laughs> since he's loaded, too. Since he's more loaded, honestly. I think they got the, the best. The three out. receivers, I think, yeah. in the league, right? They're best. Yeah, well, boy. Uh, Chase Boyd uh, Higgins, Chase and then they Higgins, got Joe Mixon yeah. in the backfield. Like I oh, said, Boyd Boyd would be a number two on a on a Boyd's, Boyd's decent pretty amount good. of teams. Uh, Every, really uh, what's their tight end? Their tight end's a great player too. Um, Croft, right? No, not Croft. The, the or, oh, you know what? Did he leave Cincinnati? Um, CJ Uzama. Yes. Yeah, he left at the Jets. That's right. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> took the money. Poor All right. Guy. Um, you guys don't have to answer this one if you don't want to. This is kind of a. Uh, Confusing question, but I'm going to ask it anyways because I have one guy because I drafted him in a lot of leagues. I'm kind of mm-hmm. pissed now. I fell for the preseason hype guy. Uh, for me, that's Drake London. Uh, I thought this guy is going to be a beast. We'll see. But it uh, looks like he might not even touch the field week one. And I just don't trust Mariota besides outside of Pitts, as we discussed earlier. Um, 
we'll see, man. Drake London's my guy to take this one, rookie. Uh, I believe he went to USC. Uh, that's my guy. Do you guys have anyone for this category or no? Um, what I mean, what round do you draft London in? Uh, like the ninth round. Okay, I mean, look, it's not even week one yet. I wouldn't even make a reaction there. Um, <laughs> it's not I even think, week I, one. I think I think Mariota is better than some people think he is. I'm not saying he's great, but I don't, I don't like he may be, able, he may throw a better ball than, than Matt Ryan did last year. So, yeah. Uh, Cause that guy throws straight ducks. So, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rush to judgment yet, especially on the rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would wait and see till week one, but there's, I mean, there's nobody necessarily on my radar right now with that. I want to wait till week one to evaluate. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jason, do you feel the same way? Do you have any guy or you want to move on? <clears throat> Uh, I'm not that like on the top of my head. I mean, I'd say I did kind of reach a little bit higher than most people did for the average application for the Patriots running back Stevenson. I have him, but I, I think he has potential to do well this year because he can catch, he can run and just, yeah, you know, we'll like see. you said, New England, we don't know what's going to happen because their offense is kind of, you know, like you said, the most boring offense. <laughs> All right. Um, this one's one of my favorite categories. Someone's got to get points in that team. Talk yourself into that guy. I'll lead this one. Um, give me Christian Kirk all day, uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He may not be the the sexiest receiver, but the guy was really good in preseason. Trevor Lawrence likes to throw it deep, sling the rock. I really believe Christian Kirk has like top 25, top 20 ish upside. I really think he's going to have a good year this year. So that would be my leading candidate from a team. I guess I'll take, but, uh, any of you guys have any ideas for this one? Um, so originally I was thinking just like guys that, you know, are going to put points on the board, but then you, then you think I started thinking about the bad teams and I was talking a lot of shit about the jets, but I think if anybody is to put up points, it's on that team. It's going to be Elijah Moore. Yes, sir. Uh, I like Elijah Moore a lot. Actually. I think he's, he's a South Florida cat born and bred. Thank you. St. Thomas high school. Um, but uh, I think he showed a lot last year. He gets open, has good hands really quick on his feet. Brees Hall is obviously another potential prospect for them, but I'm not too too sure how good their run game is going to be. So uh, I know Elijah Moore is going to catch a lot of balls. And honestly, Braxton Berrios, Braxton Berrios for that matter too, uh, another guy gets open, catches balls, really good PPR leagues. I agree now, with that one. It may, it may be dependent on who's throwing the ball because uh, Flacco's a bum and Zach Wilson's half a bum, but they, I still think they're able going to be able to put up points. That's a good one. How about you, Jason? Um, I'd say we're doing 13, right? Someone's got to get points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'd say, I know I talked about it earlier and I said, you know, maybe not draft anybody from this team. I just, cause I didn't trust the quarterback, but, um, he's got to get the only catches there. I'd say, uh, Brandon cooks, he's going to be the number one receiver in Houston. And for sure, he's just going to be getting catches all day and he's the deep threat. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody on a team that's going to be, I think surprising this year for people, they were just on hard knocks, obviously was Detroit and, Amon St. Brown, I think, is going to have a really yeah. good season year yeah. after last year that's, coming that's, that's onto the, the show. That's a good one. Unfortunately, I don't have any stock in these guys. I wish I did. I tried my best. I think one of these two guys are going to absolutely explode and have career year. Either give me Darnell Mooney or Cole Komet from the Bears. One of those guys are going to have a great year. I like Mooney. Uh, Mooney had a good end of the year last year. Cole Komet didn't have the best years, but quite frankly, there's no one else besides those two guys. Uh, they got Montgomery there, but give me some uh, Cole Komet or uh, Darnell Mooney. That's my uh, last guys for this one. You guys have yeah, any more? I, I, I like that. I, I, I like the Amon, Amon Ra pick 
a lot. That's 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 a really really good yeah. one. I think I got him. I got him on my bench in ESPN. For people, so. for people don't, yeah. for people that don't know, Emron finished the last three games as a top five receiver. He, yeah, he, he's he played sick. fantastic. Uh, another USC Trojan guy. All right, <laughs> uh, two more to go. Uh, let's see. Hate myself for not letting go of this guy. Well, we already <laughs> did that one. And okay, one my crazy pills guy. So basically, explain why that one player will have a good year when no one else thinks he will. So uh, Trent, who's a guy you're vouching for this season? You just think he's gonna have a good year when no one else believes it. So I I've had a history of drafting this guy. Actually, uh, he could have gone into my category of always somehow ends up on my team. Uh, and last night. Didn't have huge numbers, but Tyler Higby is a guy that I think uh, Higby. Ha- has potential to be better than people really think. He, he's he's probably a free agent in a lot of leagues. He is. Uh, but he was targeted 11 times last night. I think Stafford really, really values him and, and likes him as a receiver. Uh, obviously, Cup is the man. He's going to continue to be the man on the Rams. But it seemed like uh, Stafford didn't really have that connection with Allen Robinson. As you know, he's new on the team. Uh, there was really no running. There's no pass game out of the backfield. You know, he, he needs to throw, throw the ball to somebody, and the Rams are a heavy throwing offense. So uh, I think Higby has the potential to get a lot of receptions this year, especially in PPR leagues, uh, you know, and, and it could be a solid starter for, for anyone's fantasy team. That's a very good one, man. Uh, how about you, Jason? I got a guy um, actually that people are probably – like it's actually he's not even that rostered. Only most like twenty percent, I'd say thirty percent rostered is uh the tight end for um the, the Broncos. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I don't want to try. Yeah, <laughs> it starts Albert. with starts with an O. Yeah, with an O. Yeah, he has potential. I think to to be very like do really well in fantasy this year because you know Russell Wilson obviously likes throwing to tight ends. He's you know just always done that for his career, and I just think you know he's one of those guys that people are not picking up because they don't know about him. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of those guys this year. That's a good one. Um, one of my guys, look, he had a really strong end of the season last year. This basically for me, it's all about health. I know Trent talked about Kenneth Walker, but I'm super high on Rashad Penny this year. Uh, if he stays healthy, he is a top 10 back all year. We'll see if he that's the big question for a lot of players. Can he stay healthy? Uh, a lot of people are calling me crazy. He'll play three or four games and Rashad Penny will take that backfield. Look, Rashad Penny's really good, but our right, Kenneth Walker will take that backfield. But if Penny stays healthy, this is his to lose. I think he's gonna be really good this year. Uh, that's the guy I'm vouching for. So give me that. And I'll throw one more at you. Um, Trey Lance is that quarterback. I do think Debo Samuels and take a little bit of regression. Give me some Brandon. Ayuk. I like Brandon. Ayuk this year a he's lot. Good. So. Well, I think he's a wild card, but I think when he's rolling, he's, he's as good as anybody. Yeah. Not a lot of people like him cause he was very inconsistent last yeah. year. He was yeah. in the doghouse, but, uh, those are my two guys. Uh, do you guys have anyone else before we go to the next one? No, I, th- I mean, I'd say one more is you said you said earlier, I know you don't want him on your team, but I have him on my team this year because he kept slipping all the drafts. It's Antonio Gibson, bro. <laughs> People hate on him, but hey, he can have him. a good season, tell man. Him. I Thank like you. him. Thank I think you. he's has potential to actually do well this year in fantasy, especially with the unfortunate thing that happened to um Brian Robinson. It's just well, it's, I gotta see what happens with him, but I, I just give I gotta give it a chance to all right uh, Antonio again. Gibson. I don't hate the player. I love Antonio Gibson. <laughs> I hate the head coach. He doesn't give him any chance to succeed. I mean, this guy is clearly the best back in the whole in, in on the team at least, and he has top ten potential. I mean, the guy went first in fantasy drafts last year. That's how good some people view him. So it's not a question of talent. It's a question of does Ron Rivera let him go? I think he might have no choice now that Brian Robinson got hurt. Mm-hmm. J.D. McKissick's just a I'm gadget fair. guy. 
we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully I'm wrong, but we'll see. All right. There's two more. Uh, we're going to start with fantasy offensive rookie of the year. Who is going to be the main fantasy rookie Oof. of the year? Um, I'll let Jason take this one. Cause quite frankly, I still got to think for a second. So <laughs> Jason, go ahead. I think it's going to be Najee. No, he's not a rookie. No, not a rookie. Oh, no, I said rookie. rookie. I just said offensive player. Sorry. That's the next um, question. Rookie. Yeah. Um, damn, that's actually. Let me see. Give me one second. Think about that because there's a few guys I actually have in mind. Um, rookies, rookies, rookies. Yeah, I know we're uh, struggling this here. Is, this is tough. Um, give me some names because I'm like top rookie. Well, how about this? We'll get back to that question. I'll ask this one instead. This one will be a lot easier. Who will finish as the number one overall fantasy player this season? Uh, this one should be pretty easy. It's personal preference. So, Trent, I'll let you go first. Who's going to finish? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure one? I'm sure you're thinking of Josh Allen right now, uh, and I tend to agree with you. I think I think especially after watching last night that he he seems to be on pace to be the number one fantasy guy this year. It's hard to pick a skill position. Over a good quarterback. Well, let's take fantasy. let's let's take out quarterback for a second. Let's just okay. Take, you want you want to take yeah. out quarterback? Sure. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of guys, honestly, that 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 could that could pull that out. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor has a great shot, and I think Najee has a great shot. Um, whoo. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say Cooper Cup. That's a good Ooh, one, man. That's a good, I think, I I think Cooper Cup gets so many targets, especially now. Look I think that he, he's going to have so many receptions. I mean, what, he hit how many points on that? 20 plus? Yeah, at least. Like he had 10 receptions, or I think he had five or seven. Yeah, a touchdown too, man. The guy had 100 plus yards yeah, and a touchdown. It's, it's, all, it's all day with him, man. All right, that's a good one. Um, look, unfortunately, I don't have any stock in this guy. I tried my best to get him in all three leagues. Couldn't get him once. I really believe this is the year that Justin Jefferson is going to get 2,000 receiving yards. I'm super high on this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I think this guy's a freaking beast. Uh, I really think if anyone can do it, it's him. Look at the situation he's in. Offensive coach. Uh, Adam Thielen gets coverage now, so he'll he'll definitely get more opportunities. It's going to be a pass-first offense with uh, this new regime. I really believe in Justin Jefferson. That's my guy for number one overall. Can't go wrong with those. I, I mean, think I, I think Jettas is the boy, but my only issue with that is that one, there is Thielen, there's K, there's KJ Osborne, and there's Dalvin Cook. So, like whereas in Cup's case, he has no, he's a one man show at, yeah. at the time. I mean, yeah, Allen Robinson's on the team, but Stafford didn't even look at him all game. So, uh, I think Cup is in a better situation than than Jettas, but. I don't know. Jettis may be a better receiver. Cup's Cup's disgusting, and it's it's he had arguably one of the best seasons, best receiving seasons ever last year. But uh, Jettis is a freak, but he's got a lot of talent on that Minnesota offense. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, also, it's the worst kept secret in the league. But Odell Beckham Jr. at some point will join the Rams again. Uh, so I think that will take that would some... be cool. But we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But that's definitely. I mean, you can't go wrong with either one. They're both freaking right. awesome. Uh, right. Jason, who's uh, who's your guy? I think like I said earlier, I'd say Najee has the chance, I think, to be number one this year, just with points going. I, I like your Jefferson pick, but I think Trent said it best. There's so many mouths to feed over there in Minnesota. It's going to be tough for him to like consistently get those points, I'd say. 
But um, yeah, I'd say Najee, I think, has this year, especially with what's going on in Pittsburgh. And just now that they're just going to have Trubitsky there trying out what's going on, they're going to be handing off the ball a lot, throwing yeah. the short passes. I'd say, yeah. Quite frankly, I'm going to go as far as say, I think a lot of people are disrespecting Najee Harris as a fantasy player. He's being drafted outside the top 10 in a lot of leagues. This guy has a chance to finish number one overall. Uh, that's how high I view him. Uh, last year, what he did, he was third overall in fantasy points. I don't understand the hate for why he's not a top five pick. Uh, but, hey, we'll see. I know they have their quarterback situation isn't the best, but uh, he's still a freaking beast. Would not surprise me at all if he finishes one or two um, behind Jefferson, of course, in fantasy points. So uh, those are those are our picks. And then we're going to get quickly to the offensive rookie of the year. Look, I think I'm just going to speak for all of us. We're all very high on this guy. Um, let's go with Damian Pierce. Do I, do all of you agree with that one? Yes, but I have another one. I have another one as well. <laughs> I, I like Pierce a lot, and I think there's a good chance that that he does finish. The only the hang on, the only negative for Damian Pierce is they're going to be losing in a lot of games, and he is Texans not the pass, suck. He is yes. not the pass catching yes. back, so that's what has a chance to hold him back. But other than I that, was going to say Traylon Burks. I like Burks a lot, man. So do uh, I. Yep. Um, and Brees Hall is another guy potentially, but. Uh, yeah. I like I like Burks and his situation in Tennessee. It's kind I of a this guy. It's a wide open wide receiver room uh, with AJ Brown gone, Julio Jones gone. Uh, Tannehill is obviously not the greatest, but they're gonna have to throw the ball to somebody. So if Burks can kind of develop that chemistry with with Tannehill, I think he has a great shot of being uh, the top rookie this year. It's a good one. How about you, Jason? I, I was gonna say Brees Hall, like Trent said, but then another guy who I think is on not really on much people's radar. And just because, like I was speaking earlier about their team, it's kind of we don't know what's happening with the wide receivers. Is Christian Watson on the Packers? He could end up being a real good piece for them because they just, you know, they lost Devonte Adams. Obviously, they're just gonna have a bunch of guys there. Let's see what happens. That's a look. Someone in that Packers organization or receiving corpse is gonna be the guy. Uh, I'll throw out another one. Romeo Dobbs has a chance. One of them is gonna be a, a top ten receiver, uh, fantasy wise. Uh, you just gotta find out which one. Everyone's throwing darts. I'll give you one more. I just really like – I just don't trust Michael Thomas, man. Uh, rookie receiver, fits perfectly for this offense, and Jameis Winston. Chris Olave has a chance to finish his number yeah, one as well. Beast. That beast. guy's really good. I believe he went to Ohio State, right? Um, yeah, 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 beast. Yeah, he's beast. really, really good, man. So keep an eye on that guy. So those are all our guys, uh, our fantasy categories. That wraps it off. Uh, any other last words on the fantasy before we move on to the NFL season? Yeah, that, that, that pretty much all I got. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of gassed. All right. <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, we, we did it all. All right, let's quickly talk some football here. Um, guys, obviously the Buffalo Bills uh, are a lot of people's favorites to make the Super Bowl even win it. Last, last, I mean, yesterday was an absolute show. I mean, Josh Allen played pretty bad first half, and they still scored 35 points. Uh, the guy's uh -huh. virtually unstoppable. Um, were you kind of surprised about the Rams, man, and how, how they came out? I know they, they won the Super Bowl. People are calling Super Bowl hangover fine, but um, I got to I gotta admit, man, I think there's more of the story of Matthew Stafford's arm than people are led to believe. Yeah, I, I do think this could be a lingering issue, but Trent, what's your take on that game yesterday and the Rams? Yeah, I, uh, I like Stafford a lot, but I think it's clear that there was something going on there. Uh, it seems like he's not completely recovered from that elbow surgery. Um, and I, I just find it very weird that, that, you know, again, the, I have a huge problem with him not targeting Allen Robinson. I think Allen Robinson is one of the better receivers in the NFL, a guy that was probably a top seven receiver not that long ago. Yep. Uh, and it's, he, he didn't even get targeted. So it was just basically all cup. 
the offense just seemed out of whack. Offensive line was getting just manhandled by Bills, by Bills front seven. And I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I like McVay a lot. Uh, I think the Rams are super talented, but I, I, it's hard for me to tell if it was just the, the, the Super Bowl hangover or the Bills are just really the real deal now. Um, but it, it was not an impressive showing. I mean, as much as you got to credit the, the Bills for, for how, how great they played, um, who knows? Maybe this is a case of just the Rams, you know, not not being the same team they were last year. So yeah. uh, as of now, I'm going to go ahead and caution on the side of air, uh, you know, air on the side of caution. Just say that the, the Bills are going to be disgusting. Yep. Uh, Jason, I know you got to go real soon. So quickly, let's uh, let's do our Super Bowl prediction matchup and then who you got as the winner. So, uh, Jason, I'll let you go first. Who's coming out of the N- NFC and AFC and who's going to win it all before the season starts? Uh, well, I think <clears throat> I mean, I want to say the Dolphins, obviously, because being a hometown <laughs> boy, here, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be that guy right now. But um, if I'm being realistic, after last night, I have to say the Bills are coming out on that side. Yeah. And yeah, they, they have to be the ones I mean, going And also, in. what a pickup for the Bills for Von Miller. I mean, that guy was a beast last night. Yeah, that was. That yeah, was, Miller looks great. That was good, man. I can't believe it's funny. You go to the, you left the team that you won the Super Bowl with. You faced them the first day, and you completely destroy them, pretty much. Like, yeah. that was just a nice way to do it. But um, I think yeah, it's gonna be the Bills for sure, and then coming out of the NFC, I want to say. Let's just make it interesting, and let's have Tom Brady go out on a hurrah. All right. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad pick. Uh, they're going to get reinforcements back. And then who's going to win that thing? Bills. Bills. All right. Uh, so we got yeah. Bills for you. So how about you, Trent? I, I think whoever wins the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I think the AFC is super competitive this year, much more than the NFC. Yep. I mean, you got you got teams like uh, the, the Chiefs, the Chargers, Ravens, Bengals, who were in the Super Bowl last year. I mean, a lot of teams in the AFC that compete for a Super Bowl. At the end of the day, after last night, you got you got to just say it's probably going to be the Bills. Uh, they just they just look they look perfect. So um, I'll go ahead and say Bills win the AFC. Uh, I don't I don't know how much I love the Bucks winning the NFC. I, I think I that the NFC is wide open. I'm not sure. I know the Bucks are favorited, but I'm not that confident in them winning that. Um, I'm gonna make maybe a little bit of a sleeper pick here. I'm gonna say the 49ers. Um, wow. I like the Niners. I think that Shanahan really knows what he's doing with that offense. Uh, they have a great team from top to bottom, defense to offense. I think Trey Lance is poised to have potentially a, a better year than Garoppolo had last year, and he's got a lot of weapons around him. So, uh, you know, they're not favorited. They're, I think they're the fourth, the fourth favorite, fourth highest favorite. But I, I'm going to go ahead and say 49ers Bills with the Bills winning. Wow, that's a very uh, interesting pick for sure. <laughs> Uh, look, I'm going to sweep the board here and take the Bills. I mean, after last night, they virtually have no weaknesses. I don't want to go recency bias here, but they look disgusting. Uh, I mean, I personally think Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the game right now. Uh, from a physical standpoint, the guy does everything. I know Mahomes is really good, but uh, he can run and run people over. I mean, the guy does everything. Um, from the NFC, look, I know they lost Devontae Adams, but I'm never going to bet against this bad man. I know he hasn't made a true bowl in over a decade, but I really think this is going to change this time. That People forget how stacked this defense is. I mean, they're really good. Jair Alexander is coming back. I know they got rookie receivers, but uh, Aaron Rodgers will ride the will ride the ship. He'll figure it out. Give me uh, Packers out of the NFC, and I obviously yeah. have the Bills yeah. uh, winning it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
so quickly, Jason, before you go, um, you believe Trey Lance is going to start the whole year or you think Jimmy G is at some point going to come in? Because I truly believe Jimmy G is going to come in at some oh, point yeah. this year. I just don't believe in Trey Lance. We'll see. I don't know. I, I shouldn't I say that. I shouldn't with... say that, but I, I, I got to see it before I believe with Trey Lance. I think they're done with the Jimmy G experiment for now. I think they want to see what they have in Trey Lance and see what he can do and just go from there. But um, it's if I think it's if it goes on a bad streak, maybe it's possible Jimmy G comes in, or if it's an injury, I think is the only other possible way. But I think Trey Lance has control right now, and they're gonna ride the boat. All right, well said, uh, Jason. I'll say goodbye to you, and then Trey, we have like five more minutes talking about the Dolphins and we'll Oh, I was the one that said that. I, that, that I oh, had to leave. <laughs> oh, sweet. Jason. Oh, no worries. All right, yeah, I can um, stay. <laughs> Trent, in that case, have a good one, man. We'll talk yeah, soon. Yeah, man. Always no, fun. I'll, I'll I'll be back next week. Believe me, I'll be back next week so we can talk about <laughs> Dolphins. All right, yeah, we got to be here business. too. All right, I'll, man. I'll see you guys. Peace out. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, Jason, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, let's do it, man. Let's talk quickly about the Dolphins, and we'll head on out of here. Uh, obviously, look, they're our home team. I love the Dolphins. People know it's not a secret. I'm pretty critical of Tua. Uh, I got to see it to believe it. He's very well set up this year to succeed. He has arguably the best receiver in the game in Tiger Hill that just came over for $40 million a year. Jalen Waddles in his second year now. Gasecki is about as good as it gets when it comes to catching the football at the tight end position. They have a multitude of running backs. They got Tyron Armstead, obviously. There's a new pickup signing. Their line's going to be a lot better this year. Defensively, Javon Holland's a beast. Uh, one of the arguably deeper D-lines in football. I mean, they, they, I mean, really, they got everything they need. The offensive-minded coach. So, I know we predicted their record earlier, but honestly, let's look at their first four games, man. I mean, let's be real honest here. There is a chance they could go 0-4 to start the season. There is a chance. Not saying it's going to happen. But that is a tough set of four games to start your season with. I believe it's the Patriots, then they play the Ravens, they play the Bengals, and who's that fourth team? I believe it was – I'll take a look in a second. But okay. as I get the, It's New England, Baltimore, Buffalo, and then Cincinnati. Yeah, Buffalo, yep. I mean, let's be – Jason, you and I both know football. Those are some really good teams. You can't say it's out of the realm of possibility they go 0-4, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say going much as 0-4, I'd say, because I really don't have much faith in New England right now. I mean, Mac Jones is just, like, to me, I don't really see too much in him. Definitely, you know, it's the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have so much behind them, but I think we're going to win that game. Baltimore is a game, I'd say, it can be a gunslinger match where it can just be a high-scoring game. Buffalo is the one I'm worried about pretty the most, and obviously we know Cincinnati was just in the Super Bowl, so it's going to be tough to see if they're going to, um, you know, be at what they were last year but i you know obviously have faith in joe burrow and those boys so it's gonna be a tough schedule but you're not wrong it's definitely a tough four games to start the year out but it's also a good test i would say for this offense to go out there and see what they can do yeah i'll go as far as say if they go two and two they'll make the playoffs because that middle of the schedule is pretty damn easy um, oh yeah i know the, the vikings is going to be a tough game but outside of that their their schedule they're they're all under 500 so uh, there's a pretty good chance that if they go two and two, uh, they could come out. Um, quickly, man. Uh, look, this is going to be a funnier fantasy football wise. Everything. Who is the one team, your one sleeper team that no one's really talking about that has a chance to make the playoffs? If you want, I could start. Um, I well, really I got believe- one. Go ahead. But, oh, I was going to say the Carolina Panthers. I was going to say the same exact thing. That was my pick as well. Yeah, they they just I would say that them and I mean if you want to go really sleeper, if you want to be like really like the miracle story, I'd say Detroit. <laughs> but, I also um, agree. Not all hard knocks aside, I really believe that as well. 
Yeah, they have a great yeah, young squad. I mean, obviously, we talked about the receivers and everything earlier, but um, I'd say, yeah, Carolina, I mean, Baker Mayfield is going to be on a what you would say, I would say, revenge tour this year to prove yep. people are wrong because of how the Browns treated him and everything going on there. And obviously, they play the Browns the first day of the season, so let's see how that works out. But, yeah, I'm going to say, like we agree, you know, the Panthers, I think, is the yeah. team that most people are not thinking of when they yep. say playoff team. Here's a Here's a team that I think could potentially win the division. Um, I'm not high on Houston. Obviously, they're rebuilding. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, look, I know they got Matt Ryan, uh, but their receiving core is not the best. I know they have Jonathan Taylor, a good line. Their defense is good. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, Titans are obviously going to take a step down. They lost A.J. Brown. Uh, Tannehill's just going on a down slump. Uh, I would not be surprised at all if the Doug Peterson and the Jacksonville Jaguars win the division. Not saying they are going to do it, but uh, there's a real chance that all these teams could finish under 500. And seven and nine or eight and eight uh, could seriously get you in the playoffs in this division. Uh, let's quickly talk about the Jags. You think they got a shot to win this division? I mean, they have all the talent in the world, I would say. So I would say the ceiling is only, or the sky is the limit for them pretty much. It's just, it's, we got to see what happens. Obviously we saw it happen last year with the, you know, not the best showing out there, but we all know Trevor Lawrence is the talent that he is. We saw it all in college. I just think, it's has to be put now to work. They got a new system, you know, the whole fiasco that happened with the coach last year, just not the best, obviously, for the team. So I think we just got to give them a chance, but they definitely have a sleeper potential, like you said, to come out of the, you know, leading up that conference. Yeah, uh, well said. All right, before we go, uh, let's quickly talk about what we want to see in the Dolphins game versus the Patriots. I believe this game's at home, correct? Uh, the Dolphins, yeah, we're playing in Miami. All right. Um, I'll go first. Here's what I want to see. I want to see if Mike McDaniel, what he does to start off with Tua, if he slows it up or not, or lets him unleash. Look, we got Tyreek Hill for a reason. I expect to see big things this year from this offense. Uh, you didn't pay a guy $40 million to do slant routes. So let's see what happens. Um, I just want to see what I'm excited to see what this offense looks like. McDaniel is getting a lot of hype. I, I believe the hype. Um, I just want to see what happens defensively. I think they're going to show up. I don't, I think Mac Jones is going to regress as Trent said earlier. Uh, I do believe they're going to win this game. Uh, I do think it's going to be close because this Patriots defense is good. And Bill Belichick's a damn good coach, arguably the best of all time. So before you go, Jason, who you got and what do you expect to see in this game? Um, I would say Dolphins are going to win this game. I think we have something to prove this year. Obviously I'm not saying the Patriots don't as well. But um, I think it definitely will be a close game because the Patriots and Dolphins games are always close just based off, you know, the history between our teams. And it's, I mean, like you said, I want to see what McDaniel does to our offense now that all this, had yeah, this time to like, you know, melt, uh, spend time with the whole team. They can work on some chemistry things. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit probably of a rocky start, I'd say, in the beginning because playing real games is different than, you know, just practicing, obviously. But um, yeah, I would say the Dolphins win this game and, I'm curious to see if Tua can actually, you know, take the next step. Yeah, agreed, man. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, week one is finally here in the NFL. We saw a little. We got an appetizer last night. Great game for the Bills. Wasn't the best game overall, but still, it's football, man. Uh, can't wait for the season. We're in plenty of fantasy games. That'll be fun. And uh, yeah, man, can't wait for the season. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be a fun one. I think this is going to be the, one of the funnest seasons to watch in the years, I think, just based on the movement we had in the offseason and a bunch of all the talent we had going around. It's going to be cool to see. 
Yep. Sounds good, man. We'll talk soon. Thanks for coming on. Of course, Rob. Always fun. Peace.